And hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am Ripstone. Welcome to You Be Known. We are at the center of the universe in downtown Tulsa. That's my radio voice. You like that? <laughs> That's my radio voice. Like ladies and gentlemen, I am here with Bradley. Hello. Hello. Um, and so we'll just get right into it. Where does your story start? Uh, I mean, I think a little bit of the story starts back whenever I was like in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, for me... I didn't realize that I was struggling with depression. Yeah. Like, nobody told me, like, oh, these are the symptoms for depression. R- well, like, how old are you, first? Well, right now I'm 30. Okay, so back then, 30, you're looking at 98, 99, 2000-ish? Uh, yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, okay. Early 2000s. So it wasn't, I mean, it was kind of a thing? Yeah, but it was not Not widely, what it is now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean... I'm sure there were people who were being diagnosed mm-hmm. and all of that stuff at that time, but not my family and not where I was living. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Okay, so you kind of struggled with it then. Mm-hmm. How did you deal with it then? Well, I think I didn't really deal with it so much as, you know, I just let that become part of who I was. Like, for me, sometimes I couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. I couldn't function, and that was just who I was. Yeah. So it wasn't a dealing with it. It was just... I just internalized that as that's part of my life. Yeah, and that's that's actually I've heard a common thing where you're just like I'm done, I'm staying in bed. Right. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you did you have aches too? Did you have body aches? I've heard that goes along with it too. So I think at least in my experience, usually I would find some sort of ailment, like maybe my throat's hurting or mm-hmm. my head's kind of hurting, and I would focus on that and kind yeah. of amplify that. Okay. And so like I would feel not well. Right. But, you almost make yourself sick. But you sick. make yourself sick, almost. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I, the reality was I, I was probably fine. Had I just got up and got around, you know, I, right. I would have been okay. Absolutely, Like, everybody yeah. kind of has something in the morning that... Well, and, we're and older now. We get it. <laughs> At least I do. <laughs> so, okay, okay. And then where did it go from there? Where did you go from there? Sure. So, I mean, I suffered with that a lot um, in, like, high school. And then... Uh, after high school, I got married. Oh, I suppose I dropped out of college after I stopped going to college because I was not getting out of bed. And, right. You know, uh, I, so I was having trouble functioning. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I just viewed people, I think, around me internalized that as like, Brad's just lazy. Brad just doesn't try. Right. And, and and so I internalized that on myself. Like, oh, and yeah, I guess I'm just lazy. just and, lazy and I'll be done with it, right? Right. Okay. And uh, and I think that that's a pretty terrible worldview to have about yourself, but it, it I mean, it was. it's it's not your view though. That's the, right. That's the, the depression view. Right. Exactly. Know? Okay. Exactly. That's the mental illness mm-hmm. saying that to right. you and and kind of reinforcing that. Yeah. Um. So I dropped out of college, started working. Um. Uh. I met my ex-wife, and we got together. Um, and, and did I you really, did you tell her what was going on? Did she know? I mean, no, I don't think so. I don't remember ever having that conversation. And to be fair, like a lot of my childhood and growing up, like I believed like getting married, having that person, that was going to make me happy. Yeah, and that was going to give me the. And you were going to live long life and have babies and all that right. stuff. Yeah, and there you go. Are y'all from here? Yeah. And so you had. We can just jump right back Damn. in, even if. We get delayed. <laughs> a little bit of an interruption, no biggie. Um, so, you met her. Met her, and um, was it good? Was it was it good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like we hit it off really well. Um, I, the 
we met each other at a religious convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to be a Jehovah's Witness, and I was really, you know, into that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and she was too, so that's kind of where we met up and matched up. And uh, so was when y'all first met, mm-hmm. though. Had the the, the depression subsided? Any? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah because oh, and I definitely think that I kind of thought like, oh, okay, well that's. That's it's gone. That's it's not a passed. problem. Yep. Yeah. That was just me being a teenager or me struggling. I'll never experience that again. Right. And yeah. that's obviously not the case. <laughs> no, no, but yeah, yeah. That's right. that's understandable. That's that's younger thinking. Right. I get it. Absolutely. So we got married, um, and you know, honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. We were young. Uh, we were twenty whenever we got married, and at that age, like you just, your worldview is a yeah, very extensive. You got, you got the whole world in head of you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, things were going well and it wasn't, there wasn't any problems, but I kept having experiences of depression. Yeah. And that was really hard because what, then what I felt guilty. What were the experiences though? Uh, for me, the experiences were lack of satisfaction, mm-hmm. it, no interest in the things that previously brought me interest. Um, to the I'm staying in bed, can't get out of bed. Yeah, mine is solitude. Whenever I get uh-huh. into depression, I, I want to be just left the hell alone. Right. You know. Right. Well, and and I think part of for me is, is less that I wanted to be left alone. I wanted people around me, mm-hmm. but my for me, like I didn't want them around me. Like, yeah. I, I, you know what I mean? No, like, no, I, I completely that feeling. get that. Yeah, I yeah. actually, yes, 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 yes. I actually completely understand that feeling. So honeymoon phase, you're what, a couple years in? Uh, I, I would say I started feeling that depression that kind of like about six months in. Okay. Which was real, and that's why I felt really guilty about it. Because yeah. Because I was supposed to be happy. I thought I was doing all the things I was supposed to be doing to Good be job. happy. Good job. Yeah, I was working at a bank. Yeah. Um, things were, you know, on track financially. Um, the religion thing, I think, was part of the issue. Um, I realized whenever I was a teenager that that was not something that I believed I wasn't and so I was being inauthentic and I think oh I understand and I think that for a long time that played into this depression this kind of imposter syndrome right right no no I completely understand because you're you're torn between faith and how you feel right right and and I think that uh, I didn't know how to say those things, and I didn't know that there was a safe way to say those things. Right. I, oh, no, no, I completely understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Catholic, and I, I understand. I completely right. understand. I, I think that a lot of people probably have similar struggles, mm-hmm. but uh, they don't put those out there for other people to see. And so it's hard for whenever you're experiencing that, maybe for the first time, to know, like, is it okay that I can say I don't believe this? Is it okay for me? And especially whenever... And she's the same... Does she feel the same way or... No. No. She, she was very devout? Yeah. Okay. She, so and so was, that probably made it harder for you. Right. Right. Well, and because whenever I did bring up things or I would make a comment or I would say something that maybe didn't agree, um, it, it would it would cause a little bit of a stress or a strain and it just felt like... We didn't. We didn't want to acknowledge it. Yeah. We avoided talking about it. Yeah. Um, very intentionally, um, which I mean, that was became a huge problem in the relationship. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, it would. If, right. Yeah. Yeah. I completely understand that. Yeah. So uh, that started to kind of creep in. I started to experience that. Um, then I lost my job. That at the bank. At the bank. Okay. Yeah. Um, after. I had, you know, slept in so many times and not gone in. And, and and when I would get there, I would find reasons to leave. Yeah. 
you can't you'd do be that. Sick, yeah, or I would get sick. Be, yeah. Yeah. Um, was anyone around you ever? Did Did anyone around you at this time go, "Hey, man, you okay? What, what, what's going on?" Um. So at that time, I had moved to Wagner. Okay. Um, to be with her. Uh, she lived in Wagner, and she didn't want to move to Tulsa whenever we first got together. So I decided I would move down there, and, and that would be good. Um, I think my mom understood that there was a problem. Yeah. She she knew that I was struggling, but I, she lived in Sand Springs, and I was in Wagner, and they only saw us, you know, once or twice. Right, that's a maybe distance. Maybe a month yeah. at best. I mean, a lot, sometimes we go months without seeing them. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I did, don't think anybody did you realized. avoid going over there because of that? In the back um, of your mind, maybe. Or did you no, want really her to recognize liked, that? I really liked. I liked feeling going over there, mm-hmm. and I because I feeling together with my family and that yeah. kind of stuff. I actually really enjoyed that. Uh, it was just always hard to get myself out there. I completely of the pressure, yeah because of the yeah 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 yeah. I was just I was just wondering yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. once I got once I got there, it was enjoyable. Once I got around people, I I could get out of that. Headspace. Yeah, that little funk. Yeah. And and then you were good. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I mean, that's something I've learned now with years looking back. Right. Like sometimes my headspace is bad. I need to change what I'm doing. I need to change my actions. I gotta get out of where I'm at. It's raining pretty hard now. I know. <laughs> this tree is giving us shelter for for a minute. We'll see. We can move to the parking garage if you want to. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So we're now undercover because it started raining here in Tulsa. Uh, okay, so you did enjoy going to your mom's yeah. and stuff. Yeah, uh, and then I think... Hey, your mom and dad still married? No, my folks are split. Uh, pretty nasty divorce back in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, very nasty. Yeah, That did that affect you any? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I definitely think that uh, looking back in my life, part of who I am is, yeah. is uh, a person that has problems from that. Right, right. Yeah, because cause my wifey, she, her parents split. Mm-hmm. And so some sometimes she'd be like, whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was, yeah, that's a, that's, one yeah. day, one day we need to all get together and do that and talk <laughs> about that. Because my parents were still together. That's awesome. You know, so, yeah, that is awesome. So, yeah. okay, so you enjoyed all that. And knowing now you're good, you, you kind of creep out by getting around people. Yeah, so now I have a much healthier lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because things really started to spiral after I lost my job with bank, that bank. What, when you space power, what happened? So I, I lost my job. You don't mind if I smoke, do you? No, you're good. Okay. Um, I lost that job, and things weren't going well, and I was really not healthy. Like, I was really starting to have darker thoughts. Oh. Really starting to not function, not get out Were you bed. drinking, doing drugs? No. See, wow. I never drank or, or did drugs or anything like that. Okay. Like, this was all just on my own. I didn't... <laughs> this is just a depression talk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, and, it, I mean, it got to the point where I, I didn't leave the house. I wasn't... Uh, I, w- I wouldn't shower. I wouldn't... I wasn't doing You, you weren't doing nothing, though. No. Were you even, like... And this was a weird thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love to watch ESPN. That is one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. But I know whenever I start feeling that creep in the back of my head, that depression, I don't want TV even on. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I, you lose interest in just even mm-hmm. even the things that you care about. Yeah. Or, or, what's terrible is like the things that you genuinely 
give you joy or bring mm-hmm. you fulfillment don't don't affect you. It's yeah. almost as if there's nothing there for them to hit. <laughs> no, yeah, I completely understand. Yeah, yeah. There's no, uh, I guess, nerve that makes you feel better. Right, right. And, and if you don't know how to get out of that state, if you don't know how to get out of that mental state, if you're stuck there, yeah, like you're just spiraling. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're beating yourself up for being stuck there. Yeah. Right. Yes. No, I completely understand. So you start spiraling down. Right. And then where'd you go from there? Um, I mean, I... What for, years were this, too? This were probably from when I was, like, 22 to 26, oh, 27. Oh, okay. Like, well. Yeah, I mean, for a good portion, I would get a job, lose that job. Get yeah. a job, lose that job. Um, and some of that's depression, some of that's, you know, like... The job sucked. Yeah, the job yeah. sucked. And I couldn't get a good job because right. I had a shitty, you know, employment Shoot. history. Yeah. Right. So, I... I so it was kind of, it felt like a self-perpetuating cycle of not getting anywhere. Yeah. And then that played into the overall narrative of like, well, I'll never be happy. I can't get happy. And I'm, I'm making the people in my life unhappy. Yeah. And that, yeah. that is the thing that like keeps you, keeps kicking you when you're down. And, and when you were down, how dark did it get? Oh, I mean, I was definitely suicidal. Like, um, there were times where I would do things or put things in a way to make it easier for bad things to happen. I would make bad decisions. I would choose choose things that um, I'm like, well, if I get hurt, it doesn't matter. Like, like how? Like, how? like you know, like um, like going 100 miles an hour down the highway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive crazy or whatever. Like, uh, you know, no seatbelt, whatever. Like, I, like I said, I didn't really do drugs or drink alcohol or yeah, anything so like that. Yeah, you had to have but, other ways of doing things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean... No were, self-harm or anything like no, that? No, I never went down that road, which is surprising. I mean, looking back at it. As, and our ages, too, because back then, back when we were... What? Because I'm not that much older than you, no, but a lot of kids were cutting themselves oh. so they could oh, feel... Oh, I had, yeah, well, I had those friends. Like, yeah. Especially in high school, like, I knew those people. Yeah. And to me, I, I didn't, I don't think I ever had that emotional pain when I was that age. Mm-hmm. Like, I had that emotional pain, but I think I had outlets that helped me kept coast through it a oh, little bit. I completely bit. understand, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, later on, I just don't think it ever occurred to me to try and cope that way. Yeah, and you, um, you didn't take any medicine at this time? You weren't no, technically so, diagnosed yet, So, I, I get, I got diagnosed when I was 24, I want to say. Okay, you finally uh, what? Finally went to the doctor, said the hell with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, finally... Uh, we moved back to Sand Springs, mm-hmm. um, and uh, right before that, a little bit, my mom had basically recognized she's actually a therapist. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so okay. she's like, "Hey," she's like, "I see some signs here," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, that would make sense." Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I went to a the doctor. They were like, "Oh, yeah, you're definitely, you, you definitely have depression." Yeah. Um, let's get you some medicine. Uh, so I was on medicine for years. How'd that make you feel being on that medicine? So, for me, that medicine, there would, I would get a new medicine, and I would feel, I would peak a little bit higher uh, on, my, on my, like, feeling better about life, um, but the, it cut out the highs and the lows. Like, you're just, 
you're just living in a very minimum range of emotion. Like, you right. can't get too high, you can't get too low. You're just kind of plateaued out, and that's where you're staying. Right. But then for me, that was always what would happen on the front end, and then on the back end, it would just kind of creep down. It was like my normal continued to get worse and worse and worse. And I think that it, the depression would kind of return or acclimate or get what, used to whatever it was I was taking. Right. Yeah, because it would again, take over. Right. Well, and again, I wasn't taking the actions in my life or lifestyle mm -hmm. to to be healthier, to feel more mentally healthy. You took healthy. the action to take, to take medicine. the medicine. And I hoped that that would fix me. And, and then I didn't I didn't try and physically yeah, do anything. Yeah, you didn't work out, you didn't run, you didn't get a good job, you didn't do right. all that. Okay. Exactly. Well, yeah, oh, I got you. We, I see where you're at now. Okay. Right. So those medicines never got me to a point where I felt like I was functional. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Oh, no, I completely understand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so that was, we moved to Sand Springs, um, and, and that was m better yeah. because my family was there and they were able to support us, and, you know, whenever they're, whenever Who's I was us, struggling. by the way? My wife and my, when, when then I had my daughter, okay. whenever we moved to Sand Springs, I was like 25. Yeah. We had our daughter. Uh, and so like. Happy have, Father's Day, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, happy Father's Day to you too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My, they're they're hanging out at the house. So. <laughs> yeah. So you moved back to Sand Springs. How'd you feel then? Because um, you were closer to your mom then. Yeah, so. closer to family. Uh, it was better that way. Certainly better. I still struggled, and and that a lot has to do, I think, with the religious portion. Not feeling like I was able to step out. Step out. Okay. Uh, so. I was really struggling with that because I didn't feel like there was anybody I could talk to. There was nobody that I that was able to understand what I was experiencing, I felt like. Yeah, it's tough because, uh, I mean, uh, being a Jehovah's Witness, and, and I would never talk bad about any religion. I don't care what religion it is. Right. I'm not going to talk bad about it. But being a they are devout. And yeah. they, they follow those rules set in place, and they follow them. Yeah, and they will kick you out if you don't. Mm -hmm. So... And that's certainly not what I wanted. Yeah, like, you didn't want that. Right. I didn't ever want to have to put my family in a position where they had to choose me over their right. belief. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't want anybody to be put in that position. You so, were raising your daughter this way too, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that make you feel? Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I think that religion is not bad for children. Like, yeah. I think that giving them some structure to that, some giving them some beliefs is, is a good thing. Yeah. Like, having them have some foundational beliefs can be very beneficial. That being said, I still want to teach my kids that they can choose different beliefs, that they have the freedom to choose right. their belief There's path. other beliefs out there. Yeah. And so, like, that's, a, that's something I want to give my children as they continue to grow up. But as a framework for their early childhood, like, I don't see any problems with it. It yeah. doesn't bother me. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Da -da -da. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. No, I, some people have asked that before. Yeah. And, uh, and it doesn't, like, I was raised that way, and I I don't think I was a bad person. I think no. that there were good things that came yeah. from it. Of course. So. Of course. So you're in Sand Springs. You're next to your mom. It, up and down? What? what? Uh, really up and down. Um, continue to have struggles with depression, lose a job, get a job, hate that job, lose Vicious a job. Vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't get out of it. And that's 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 depression. That is flat out the signs that if anyone listening ever has any sign of depression, that is spot on. Oh absolutely. Yeah. Like if if that's something that you're experiencing, like seek out 
the help and find somebody who you can talk to right. and can can help you get to a place where that you're not going to continue to experience that because Absolutely. it exists. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and and take and I want to say too, it's not their fault. It's, no, it's not your fault. It's not their fault or by any means. Right. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Saying that, so back to the vicious cycle. Then. Mm-hmm. So, um, I start. There's some good things and bad things that happen. And that helped me kind of get out of that place. Okay. So, um, good thing that happened. I went and I got my license to sell insurance. Yeah. And, and so I got a good job, quote unquote. Um, and, and that helped that that portion of things. Right. Kinda, and 27? Uh, I was 28. Okay. Yeah, 28. I, I, I get a professional career again. There you go. Um, and so that was good. Yeah. That was beneficial. But uh, that same year, my cousin committed suicide. Oh, same reason, same... No, he had, he had drug abuse problems. He had other things going on. And we weren't super close. Like, yeah. But it was a complete shock to my system. Right. Any, like, anytime family, yeah. Well, yeah. And I mean, my, I have a family history of you know, family members attempting suicide or, or succeeding. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, it's... It's not something that we talk a lot about, but it's it's certainly a part of yeah, part of our family. The, the pain you don't want to yeah. bring up the pain. Did well, okay. So when he he committed suicide, mm-hmm. was that a wake up call for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, he had two kids that were about my kid's age, a little bit older, but uh, and the, he looked so much like me. Yeah. Like it was it, it, eerie. Yeah. It felt very. Like, I could not even go to the funeral. It affected me really, really deeply. Well, if he looked that much like you, why would you want to go to a funeral right. and look I, down and see right. yourself? Like, I, I couldn't handle it. Yeah. I, I couldn't. Um, so that that happened, and, and, like, my mind completely shifted. Yeah. So instead of whenever I went to a dark place, whenever I was starting to experience, you know, uh, depressed or suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. my mind no longer allowed me to go there. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, how did you do that? I I think it was an emotional shift because the reality is, is I felt so strongly about his death and yeah. about what that the the hurt that that caused other people, the the pain that everybody felt over it. Yeah. Um, I think that that is what caused that shift in my mind. Was it in your head? Was it in your heart? What what was it? That, uh, that... I think it, my heart. <clears throat> made my head listen That's like fantastic. like that that pain i was like you can't ever do that to those people you can't ever do that to the people who care about you it's crazy that's 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 so interesting that you say that because uh you know a lot of times in people who do take their own lives they don't their notes or they leave mm-hmm. will say i'm doing this because it'll help you out Oh, right. You I, know, and, uh, exactly. and you weren't That's, thinking that way, though. You were thinking, this is going to help me out and you. It's going to help both of you out. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, like, suicidal thoughts, you they are, they are irrational, mm-hmm. and you genuinely believe that your existence is problematic or painful or hurtful to those around you. Yeah. And so that is that is part of the leverage that your mental model says, like, See, this is why we should get rid of ourselves. Right. We we'll get rid of this problem for everyone. Yeah. And, you know, for me as a person who is not who is struggling to to live, who's struggling to, like, just day get out day. of the bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I felt like a burden. I felt like 
all of these things. Yeah. Um, so for that mind shift, whenever that happened, like I realized like there wasn't an amount of problem that your family doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Actually, yes, I do. I, like, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. actually. I hope it makes sense to everybody else, but yes, I yeah. know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they, your family cares about you. No matter, You can murder somebody, and your family will still love you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just part of who it is. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, you see it all the time. Yeah. I, I, well, you know, my son has been drugs for right. 30 years. I still love him, though. I'm going to help him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So that mentality, that shift helped dramatically in some good things because it meant that I, I, I was starting to change my mental thinking, mm-hmm. my framework for how I handled suicidal thoughts, how I handled that kind of depression. And how you got out of bed in the morning too, right. probably. Right. Yeah. Uh, so that was the good part. Now the bad part was that I was on some medication at the time Ugh. that you're not really supposed to go cold turkey off of. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did I, that do? Well, so if you... The medication that I was on has really strong side effects when you just go off of it cold turkey. Um, In my case, I got incredibly manic. Okay. Like, um, and I also, I think that I had a lot of pent up just things I wasn't saying. Yeah. Things that I wasn't letting out. It came out in anger? It didn't come out so much in anger, but so much, it came out as... Not caring anymore. Oh, yeah. Like okay. I'm, I'm going to tell everybody almost, what's up and almost I'm out and... as you being just an asshole. Uh, I don't think I ever came across as an asshole, but I definitely did and said things that I would not never have done. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. I did and said things that I, I think maybe like I don't know. So I, maybe I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. You, you tell me. You ever have a thought in your head and you're like, oh, that's insane. I should never say that thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like there's no filter. Oh, like, okay. I had a thought, and I would say that crazy thing, and like I was just like, Gee, is... "That's me." Yeah, I, that's, that's yeah, that's I do that all the time. Actually, my wife will have don't, <laughs> don't speak. <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get you. I see where you're coming from there. Yeah, um, and that caused some serious problems in my marriage. Uh huh. Um, to the point where we separated, and and now we're divorced. What? what do you, okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh-huh. So you would just say these things. Would you say them about people? Would you say them about religion? Would you say these things about her? Um, I don't... I think that it was more... Maybe a little bit of everything. Yeah, and just boiled it all together. Yeah, like... And that medicine made it to where your filter, you said hell with it, right? Yeah, well, I mean, and it didn't last forever. Yeah. Like, I got off that medication, and after not taking it, and, like, my manic episode lasted for a few months, and but then it subsided. Yeah. Um, and then all of the things that I had said that I had wished I had not said, or, you know... Can't unsay them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I couldn't unring that bell. Yeah. Um, and so... Did you try to get back with your wife when y'all separated, or were you just like, okay, do you know what? I mean, I have tried to get back with my wife, like, uh, every time. I I will say, that being said, whenever I was in the middle of that episode and and the time thereafter, I was super not helpful. Yeah. Like, I was very much done. Uh Uh-huh. And and I wanted out. Yeah. And so... 
the part of me that, like, looking back and going, like, oh, why did you say those things? Why were you being an asshole? Why, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't make sense to me, like, the rational part of me now. Right. And, like, me on this side of things. But at the time, my emotional state wasn't yeah, you managed were, at all. Like, right. It was, it was up and down craziness. It was on fire, and then it would be wrecked, and, the, like... It was just a roller coaster of insanity. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, it's strange looking on this side of things because, like, like oh well, that was that was an odd choice that I made. That yeah. was a bad decision I made. Do you look back at those things now? Because because now you you've kind of got it under control and mm-hmm. stuff. You look back now, going, hmm, if I was in that mind state that I am now, would I have done? Would we still be this way? Would my relationship with this person be this way, stuff like that? You know, I, I have thought about that. And I mean, I mean, I had made overtures along those lines. The reality is, is, you know, life happens and you can't undo those things. I was just about to say, don't <laughs> like, think no, that way. Yeah, it, it, uh, sure, if, if life had played out differently, life would be different. Yeah. But that's, that's the truth for every college basketball game. That's yeah. the truth for, you know. Yeah, every, every <laughs> football game, yeah. every... every Every, anytime you step out the door, you're right. right. That's right. Life could be different if it was just different. And, and there's there's just not a lot of value in, in playing that game. Yeah. Because, no. I, I mean, does that hurt? Does that suck? Absolutely. Yeah. Does, it, does that, do I wish that wasn't the case? Absolutely. But it is. Yeah. So. That's, that's, that's good thinking, though. I, I really like that. So, that is, I like, I'm, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that. So, uh. You're doing better then, and yeah. you go through the divorce. How did that affect you? Um, did it did I, it start creeping I, up again, or what? Well, so I was I was doing better because I had kind of put away the 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 thoughts of self harm and, mm-hmm. and you know that kind of stuff, suicide. I had I had avoided that, which was good. The problem was I was obviously going through this really traumatic event. Yeah. Um, so I started. Hang on one second. Okay, so. You were going through some traumatic, and what, what did that do? Yeah, uh, I mean, I definitely started drinking um, more than, I, I mean, going from zero to anything. Yeah. Some amount of drinking. <laughs> any, any time you go from zero to a six-pack, that's right. a lot. Right. That's, now, okay, what were you drinking for? Just to drink or just to? Uh, I mean, I only drank socially. Okay. So, like, I, okay. I didn't, like, sit alone and drink. That wasn't my thing, but it was yeah. very much, I would go out and do bananas crazy let's go hang out and let's get really oh. crazy bananas drunk so you were like let's go out and get shots yeah shots, oh shots shots shots, shots, shots. <laughs> oh wow okay okay yeah okay uh and, and were you doing that with people yeah i had some friends who would take care of me as yeah. i was doing that um so did they, they know about your depression and all that they knew about the divorce. I don't think they knew very much about my depression. Okay. They, they didn't know. A lot of people keep that secret. I completely yeah, understand. Yeah, and it wasn't... And I don't think I ever kept it secret out of... It was just one of those things. Like, it never came up. You just didn't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you weren't hiding it, but you didn't... Yeah, didn't. I didn't put it on my chest. I didn't, like, yeah. go out there and shout it wasn't from out the rooftop. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I mean, I started drinking, started kind of like... I, I think kind of just losing touch a little bit with... What what the good things in life are? Yeah, right? you know uh-huh. what I mean. Like, uh, of course, struggling uh, because I, I've had this experience. I regret all that experience. I'm going through this trauma, uh, making bad decisions, and 
and I don't know how to get off the, the train. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I, fortunately, I have some, some very good friends who I happen to work with um, who I was like, listen, I, I'm drinking a lot more lately, and I don't think that that's good. I think that that's bad. Uh, I know that that's, I'm not coping. So, you know, they kind of stepped in and were like, well, what are you doing? How, what are the healthful things that you're doing? How can yeah. we help you? Um, and so Let's they, go to the movies instead of the bar. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, that kind of a thing. And, and just being uh, accountable to them and being like, well, what did you do this weekend? Yeah. Oh, okay. You know. Call you on a Saturday night and be like, hey, what you doing? Right. Okay. Right. Uh, and so that helped. Um, I mean, I still like to go out and I still like to drink. Of course. I, I don't... I mean, it's not an excess. No, I mean sometimes. Eh, maybe that didn't count. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we get. <laughs> okay. Well, you, yeah. Shoot yeah. the wheels off that one. That's funny. <laughs> okay. So, so you're good. Okay. So no medicine at this point. Right. So I got, I'm off the medicine, um, and one of the things that I started to do was really research. Like, well, how can I not have these experiences with mm-hmm. depression so often? Um, because I, even to this day, still experience depression. There are right. still days where I'm, I know it, I wake up, I feel it, and I'm like, oh, I'm not okay. I, I refer to it as a storm cloud. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Building storm cloud. You can Absolutely. feel it building. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but now, instead of indulging those things and dwelling on them and sitting in bed and being like, oh, I'm a bad person for X, Y, and Z, and all of my life, you know. Yeah. You just you take action you have to change your physical state and whether that's get up and go shower or yeah. whether that's you know go go grab some food or whatever it is yeah taking a physical state change changing your physical body helps me change my mental state yes yeah that's why a lot of people work out if they yeah. have it uh they go to for runs right uh different things for different yeah. different strokes for different folks right Right, and I mean, I, I work out, I'll do a walk, or I'll do, do laps, or whatever, yeah. those kind of things, um, and, and by kind of having a routine of doing that, that also kind of helps me diminish the amount of days that I have, the, yeah. that I have this building storm. You, you didn't have any problems with the medicine or anything like that, or anything, like, addiction-wise? No. Because, I, I mean, you bring, bring up the drinking, you didn't have an addiction to drinking. No, was... I mean, I just was going down a wrong path, mm-hmm. and, and no, I was you trying... you weren't addicted to it by any means, no. you just... Yeah, you just liked it. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just the way that I was choosing to cope with mm-hmm. those emotions in that time. Right. And that, that strain and that struggle. And like I said, I still struggle with those things. Like, that's still part of life. Yeah. Um, making sure you're choosing good habits, making sure that you're feeding yourself mentally on good food mentally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so now, so let's talk about you now. Yeah. And no one will ever say, you're over it. You know, no, no, it's, yeah. it's not a thing. Right. So you, you say you do the mental things and all that stuff. You change your actions. Is that a continuous everyday thing? Cause so it, I, I and think, the only reason I'm asking that is because if someone doesn't know anything about depression sure. or anything like that, I want to educate them Absolutely. On, on that. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm all for. Yeah. So for me, it is partly habit mm-hmm. because if you have a habit of, for me, it was eating well. Yeah. Not, not not drinking so much crap and, and you know yeah, and not pop always eating alone will, will yeah, yeah I actually dropped like 80 pounds whoa wow yeah yeah. just, just because I, I stopped eating crap mm-hmm. all the time yeah fried food processed foods that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. and I mean I still eat a lot of it but less now mm-hmm. <laughs> 
No, and, I completely, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. And, and, and taking some physical activity each week, so, like, I, I will make sure that there's a day, at least one day a week, trying to make it more, but, you know, ha- habits are hard to build. Yeah, that, uh, and, and, you know, just time, too. Absolutely. Yeah, there's just not enough time in a day, All right. so. So, uh, making sure and prioritizing those things, because those actually give me mental health benefits. Yeah. I, you know, the, where I had always heard that stuff. I mean, even whenever I was in the depths of depression, we'll go out for a walk or whatever. And I'm like, well. So stupid. Yeah, Why that, would I do that? You I, know? Don't, I don't feel like getting out yeah. of the house. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, but if but, you would. But if you do. It's huge, makes a huge psyche difference. And that's yeah. the big deal is the psyche. Right. And, and what, they, what I don't think people told me, or was, maybe I didn't understand or intuit, by building a habit of it, by doing it regularly, you kind of insulate yourself a little bit. Like, yeah. Those dark days are not as bad whenever you have a habit of it, and it's and you're like, okay, well, I'm building those endorphins a little bit. Yeah. Um, it, it helps to make those dark days not so dark, and then uh, it makes them fewer in between. Yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. That is... That is great. You are a strong individual by far. Well, I don't always feel that way. And, and no, you, you, it just doesn't work that way. You're not always <laughs> going to feel that way, but you are. And, and by doing this, people are going to know how strong you are. Well, I really, my hope is that if anybody is experiencing similar situation, like do the research, find out yeah. the things that are going to help you because it's a unique process. Mm-hmm. What works for me doesn't always work for you. No. doesn't work for the next guy. Yeah. And... and that was one of the things that I didn't realize because there were so many things I tried to do in life to make myself happy that other people said that will make you happy. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. will that will fulfill you or Learn give how you... to play golf, man. That'll yeah. make you happy. Bro. Right. Get married. That'll get make married. you happy. That'll yeah. make you happy. Yeah. In actuality you're like, No, I'm, no. I'm still there. So. And and that's the thing. Everybody has a unique process. Everybody has their own path. Yeah. To, to get to that, to get to you know, the mental health stability they need. What, what do you recommend for people who, who might be falling into that state? Um, so, the research, obviously. Yeah, the research, uh, sure, but that's kind of a broad term. Mm-hmm. Like, here's some tactical advice. One, take a 10-minute walk every day for the next week. See if that helps. Yeah. Two, choose a better meal option and drop a soda out of it. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't do anything crazy. You don't have to, like, no. be like, oh, I'm only going to eat grilled chicken for the next... <laughs> You know, however many years, like that's fine. You live your life how you want to live it. Yeah. But just drop the soda next time. Grab a water, and you'll start to see some of those benefits. Yeah. And then the other thing is like what you eat mentally, what you fulfill, feed yourself on mentally affects you. Yes. So if you if you don't know what to feed yourself on mentally, stop feeding yourself on the news. That's always negative. Yeah. That only negative. tells you the terrible things in the world. Stop. Yep. Stop feeding yourself on your Facebook feed that's filled with friends and their strife and all of the, all, all of their drama. Yep. Start feeding yourself on positive things, whether that is if you're a spiritual person, religious person, choose a religious message that can fulfill you. Yep. If you if you're not, there's also all sorts of motivational speakers that you can go on YouTube. Oh yeah. And just turn on. I promise you, anything by like Tony Robbins. I know yeah. he sounds cheesy, and at first it's kind of like oh, I don't know why the hell I'd be doing this. Just do it. Start letting him kind of get into your psyche a little bit. And Tony Robbins is fantastic. <laughs> At first, I was like, I'm not going to listen to Tony Robbins. That's stupid. That's, yeah. for, that's for dumb people. And now I'm like, man, he's got some good points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tony Robbins kind of makes sense now. Yeah. No, I love Tony Robbins. I do. Um, 
What about doctors? What do you think? Absolutely. Yeah. Like if you haven't been diagnosed or you think you're experiencing these things, go to a doctor, let them, I mean, I'm a huge fan of cognitive behavioral therapy. Mm -hmm. Like talking to someone I think yeah. is always better than medication. I agree. That being said, medication might be part of your path. I'm against medication. I'm not a medication mm -hmm. guy. I, I, I like, and, and here's my reasoning why. Yeah. And uh, my reasoning why medication is because of the addiction aspect of it. You sure. don't know the, you don't know your, if you're going through depression, sometimes you just don't know your own personality. True. And so sometimes if you take something that could be addictive, you know, that, that I think you could possibly get it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, I, it's a, I, I it's kind of dumb, but sure. that's my aspect of it. And I'm, I don't care. No, like, I don't or think I don't, it's dumb. I think that that's, yeah. but I think that that's definitely your path. Like yeah. you've, that's, you're from your experience. That's what you've seen. Right. So, so you understand like that's a concern for you. Yeah. For me, I think that there are people who medication maybe saves their life, mm -hmm. but I don't think that that number is nearly as high as the people who are being given medication. <laughs> right, right, um, right. I know that as a society, we like pills to just fix our problems, but, and I say, uh, we say this all the time, like it doesn't matter if it's in business, in your personal life, in your love life. <laughs> Uh, there's not a pill that fixes it. It's no. the work. Yeah, it is the work. It is the. You're right. It is completely the work. Uh, I do like what what you said, and and I'm not. If you want to choose pills, choose pills. That's cool with me. But I like what you said with take a walk, do that. You know, do something else naturally is the way I like. It. Yeah, I, I, that's why it's it's weird to have two people here who have different aspects of it. That's kind of well, neat. I, I, no, I, like I see your experience and I see your path and I go, okay, well that's yeah. that makes sense to me. Then that's yeah. your perspective. I like it. And, and my perspective is going to be different. And the nice thing is, is whoever's listening to this, their perspective may be totally different too. It probably ninety nine chan percent chance it's going to be different. Yeah. So because everybody's different, and that's what I like about this podcast too, is because you're. Your depression is different from the next guy's. Oh, absolutely. You can put 100 people mm -hmm. in a room, and their depression will never be the same. Oh, absolutely. Like, mine it's is so not the same different. as yours, and yours is not the same as Jack Black over here or right. Bob Stone or whoever, you know? Right. So that's what I like about us talking about this, too, you know? Absolutely. And that's the other thing that I'm passionate about, and I know it's scary because... People don't want to talk about mental health. Uh, it's like, honestly, though, if you it's walk... It's like a big elephant in a room and nobody wants to talk about it. Absolutely. If you walk up to me with a cast on and I can ask you about your arm and we can have a conversation and that's fine. Yeah. That's a safe, that's a safe interaction. Right. But if I tell you like, oh man, my depression's bothering me today, all of a sudden, a lot of people don't know how to interact whoa, with that whoa, and bro. don't know how to have yeah. a conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. And, and that's unfortunate because it's just another form of our self that we need health. Sometimes we need doctors. Sometimes we need to work on it. Sometimes yeah. we need to address it. You yeah. Know, sometimes so you've like, got to set a bone. Yeah. So like mine, I, I, I need interaction with people mm -hmm. is mine. So like that gets me out of my fog. Right. And stuff. So someone over here might be completely different, just like you're completely different. And I like that. That's, that's fantastic. That is good, good stuff. Uh, you know, I have the, uh, on my website, I've got the, um, the numbers to call, oh, too. So I do, yeah. So absolutely. I, I definitely want to promote that. So if you do have a feeling like that, get on my website and call and stuff. Uh, hell, just drop me a line on Twitter or Instagram, too, because yeah. I'm on there. We'll talk about it. Absolutely. I, I mean, I called those numbers whenever I was feeling that yeah. way. And, and, How'd they and, help? You know, I, my experience with them has always been positive yeah. because it was just, for me, somebody who was an objective third party. 
Right. And so they don't all know the you. the emotion that I was feeling about these problems that I was having or the, the failures I was having in life or the stresses and strains or whatever it was that I was feeling depressed about, as an objective third party, they just kind of talked about it a little bit to me yeah. and, and they kind of helped give me some clarity. That's, that's great because I, I have not. I have no. not called them. I, I suggest people to call them all the time. I guess that makes me kind of a hypocrite, but I suggest people to call them all the time, but I haven't, and that's good feedback, you know? Yeah. That's, that's really good. I, like, like I said, it's always been beneficial in those times where I, I made that call. Yeah. Um, to just help re- re-examine sometimes a, an objective third party who yeah. you can literally call any hour of the night. Like, yeah. if you need somebody, if you're not feeling... Oh, they're 24 hours a day. Yeah. Like, that's... I think that it's fantastic that we have that infrastructure yeah. that it exists for those people. Yeah, that, that, yeah. I mean, like I mean, me, just, needed it. Yeah, I mean, we, there's depression hotlines, there's suicide hotlines, there's all kinds of hotlines. Just, just call them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's great. I am. Uh, I could talk to you for hours. I, I know this is something I love to talk about. Yeah, to yeah. Share about. But uh, we're gonna have to wrap it up though. I, yeah. I know because we're running on like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're good. But uh, we're gonna have to wrap it up. But uh, yeah. So if if anything. Well, we've, we've accomplished a lot here, to just talking about it and stuff. Hopefully people will listen and, and make a call. Hell, go to the doctor. Get out of bed. Do something. Listen to it in bed and then just get out of bed, right? right. Um, go to my website, youbeknownpodcast.com. we got a couple of cars coming through. We're at the center of the universe here in Tulsa, so there's, <laughs> there's traffic. So, um, Bradley, man, you are a strong individual, and I really appreciate you coming on with me and stuff uh, I appreciate that yeah and, and I, you're going to help a lot of people I know you are and that's that's got to feel awesome well like I said I, I mean if it helps one person yeah. that's that's the most meaningful yeah that's that's super awesome uh, yeah get on the website if you do have any kind of struggle just click on the it's pretty self explanatory on the website <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah go to that go and make a calls and stuff uh you can also go to uh, you can go to hospital too. They have the pamphlets there at hospitals. Yeah. Just stop by and you can walk in. Nobody will even see you. Yeah, and if you don't feel comfortable talking to a stranger, yeah, reach out to a friend. Yeah, uh, you're not a burden. There's there's that's a common stigma that when we are depressed, we're telling ourselves we're a burden to people and we're, we're a problem and we're ruining those people's lives by being a burden. A that's friend, not a family true. member, friend, a family something. member. There's somebody out there who cares and loves you and. They need to know that you're not okay. And, that's and the you, thing, that's too. Okay. People do love you. You know, that's, that's... When that cloud gets so heavy in your head, you just don't think anyone loves you. Right. You know, so just just people will reach... You need to reach out to people. People will reach out to you. It's got to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I really appreciate you. are a strong individual. Thank you for being on with me today. And you're doing good? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have my days. Yeah. But, but uh, so far, better. Better these days. Good. Good. You you keep on the path you're you're going and stuff and you do you. If you need anything from me, I always call. Time. Ladies and gentlemen, this statement is so true. If you do not conquer self, you will be conquered by self. Thank you for joining. You be known. See you next time.